2: Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Well, welcome in everyone, episode number 115 of the Life Coaching for Men podcast. Hope everyone is doing well out there this week. Hope uh your week is going well and you're achieving your goals and you're moving forward and all of the things are just uh, are just lining up for you this week that's my that's my hope for you this week. I did want to mention right don't forget about the 10 week mastermind life coaching made simple. I want to teach you exactly how to be a coach, how I made six figures in my first year of coaching and how you can too. It's a lot more simple than you think. It's going to be a select group of men. We are going to start September seventh, um, so that's when it's going to be September seventh. Uh, email me for details and how you can be selected. And I am only going to do this until next Friday. So next Friday is August twenty sixth. So August twenty sixth, two thousand twenty two is going to be the last day that I'm going to take. Uh, anyone that reaches out. So I would encourage you, if you've been thinking about it, if this has been something that's been on your mind, if it's something that you've thought about you might want to do for days, weeks, or years, now's the time to do it. And I'm, like I said, I'm going to make it as simple, but as profound as it can be. And at the end of those 10 weeks, you will be ready to coach. So looking forward to that. And um, really excited about all of you who have already signed up. I'm going to keep it, I'm going to keep it small. So there's only a few spots left um, so you've got till next Friday. All right. So reach out to me, Wilson at gmail.com and uh, I'll, I'll get us connected. All right. So this week, this week, how we avoid connection with others, how we avoid connection with others. And I'll just go on and tell you right off the bat, I can raise my hand on several of these <laughs> because uh, they're areas that I struggle with. Uh, especially when I'm trying to communicate with that significant other, uh, being my spouse. So this week, I'm looking back at me just as much as I am talking um, to you. If I had a mirror here, I'd literally be looking at myself in the mirror uh, for several of these because they just spoke to me. And um, these are, I made a couple of these up, but some of them I I found from Bobby Banks, which was uh, on Instagram. So appreciate um, just kind of, Adding these uh, to her Instagram, and I thought, man, these are these are pretty these are pretty spot on. And then, like I said, I threw in a few of my own just to spice it up. So, how we avoid connecting with others? You ready? You guys sitting down? I hope you're sitting down because, especially, you know, this is life coaching for men. I know a lot of women listen, which I'm really appreciative of. I love it when you women listen, so that's great. Um, but I'm kind of talking to guys this week, so just know that as, as we get started here. Number one, you ready? Not communicating our feelings and needs. You know, guys, we're not very good at that most of the time, right? And and as we've talked before and I work with guys every day about feelings, we're really good with the ads, right? Sad, mad, glad, bad. But when it gets much deeper than that, we're not we're not very good at it. We're just not. We don't express our feelings very well. We don't get in touch with our feelings very well. We don't notice our feelings. We can't name our feelings. And then we have a tough time expressing really what we need, right? Because it's so easy just to do what? Fill in the blank. It's so easy to get, right, mad, right? So easy to get upset because we don't get what we need and yet we don't ask for it. Or, we don't know how to ask for it because we've never been taught, right? We've watched our parents do it or we've watched our friend's parents do it or we've only had one parent and we've just not learned how to communicate our feelings and how to communicate our needs with our significant other. And so that's one thing I'm going to encourage you this week is to take stock of what you really need or feel like you need from them. Now, remember, it's up to them to give it to you. You may ask for something and they may say, you know, that's just that's just not where I am right now. And then you get to say, okay, let me figure out how I can feel fill that void somewhere else in my life. But if you never communicate it, don't blame them for something because you haven't even communicated it. If you're, if you're feeling upset, if you're feeling mad, if you're feeling angry, if you're feeling whatever, you're feeling hurt, disrespected, and you don't communicate that feeling, that's on you. That's not on them, and it's on me, I know. Uh, because like I said, I can be the poster child for that. All right, number two, so first, not communicating our feelings and needs. Hmm. Number is hard too, just gonna tell you. Fighting to be right or to win an argument. Fighting to be right or to win an argument will avoid connection. It will not grow you closer together when you try to win an argument. When you can get to a curious space, when you can be curious about what's going on with the other person, when you can be curious about what's going on with yourself, when you can seek to understand, even if you don't agree, when you can even seek to say, you know what, this isn't about winning and losing. This is about us learning from each other and learning again, go back to those needs, learning what each one of us needs in this moment. In this argument to be able to move forward, but you have to be able to get in control of your thoughts and feelings before you can do that. I was working with a guy earlier today and he's like, I just, I just disconnect. It's that whole fight or flight thing. And he, he flights, he don't want to engage. And then because he knows he's going to get angry and he can't, he can't get himself controlled enough to have a conversation in the moment. And she's ready. She doesn't want to wait. And so what happens? They It goes one or two days. So she's stewing and he's trying to calm himself down. And by that second day, it's worse than it was when they when they started. And so it's so important for us to learn in that moment to say, you know what? All right, I'm going to set a timer. I just need, give me five minutes, give me 10 minutes. And I'm going to walk around. I'm going to go around the block. I'm just going to walk outside. I'm going to breathe. I'm going to get in touch with myself, I'm going to see what's going on with me, and then I'll come back and be able to have a conversation about this argument, not to win the argument, to be curious about where you're coming from, where does that belief system lie in you, where are we different in our beliefs, and in our beliefs in this particular moment, for this particular argument, and why do we have division, and how can we bridge that gap, that is so much better and so much more connecting than it is to try to win. Okay. Anybody, anybody, if you're if you're by yourself, am I speaking to you or with you now? You can raise your hand, right? These are these are these are real. How we avoid connection. So number one, not communicating our feelings and needs. Number two, fighting to be right or to win arguments. Number three, we have talked about this before, not setting boundaries. Boundaries are up. To you, you are the one that sets boundaries. You set healthy boundaries to help with connection. But again, you have to be able to communicate. You have to be able to say, this is the boundary that I'm setting for me, and I'm asking you to respect that. And if they don't do that, then you get to make a decision. But again, it puts you in, not control, but it puts you in a powerful position right? This is what I need. This is the boundary I'm setting. You can either come along with it, right? Or you can disagree, but this is what I need for me. Okay. So learn to set boundaries with people. Go back and, and Google a podcast. I've talked about setting boundaries before. Number four, making others guess what we want. You know, we've talked about expectations and then those unrealistic unrealistic expectations and having a manual for people. Again, another podcast I did about manuals, having a manual for people. This is that to a T, right? You're supposed to know what I want. You're supposed to know what I need without me telling you. No, that's when you're a member of the Mind Readers Association, right? That doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. You have to be able to articulate and speak and tell the other person what we what we want or what you want, what you would like. Right? Don't make them guess. Don't make them guess. And some couples get in such arguments over, right, dinner, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. But you really know. You want Chinese <laughs> or you want Mexican or you want steak or you want whatever. But you will just defer. I don't really know. And then you go and you pout the whole time because it's not what you really wanted. And she asked you what you wanted. Right? So be able to Tell others what you want. Don't make them guess. The other part of this is, is when you pout, right, or when we get real quiet, or when we get angry about something. What's wrong? Nothing. What happened? Nothing. I don't know. What did I do? I nothing. Right. And deep down, you know exactly. Maybe not even deep down. Maybe it's on the tip of your tongue. And you're like biting your tongue off because you're like, I'm not talking about this. I'm just gonna make them guess. Some of you do it because you're manipulating, right? But some of you do it because you just don't want confrontation you don't know how to express your feelings you don't know how to have those conversations right and so when you find yourself doing that stop 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 walk away notice this is a manual notice you you don't you're not able to articulate what you want and be able to have that conversation this one's tough Okay, number five and for you guys who are Particularly, I think this is harder for guys who are leaders and who answer questions every day and, you know, for women too. But but particularly because I'm a guy and I kind of know this, it's hard for for us that, that have been in or in leadership positions. This one's tough, and that is pushing people to think and act like us. Pushing people to think and act like that. Not allowing people, especially those that are closest to us, because that's the hardest. The ones that aren't real close to us, it's easy. Oh, yeah, go do your thing. But the ones that are close to us, the ones that we have a relationship with, our kids, our spouse, our cousins, our aunts that are close, our parents, this one's hard. Because we want them to think like us. Why? Because we think we're right. We think we're right. Right? And what it really is is our belief system. And a belief is a thought that you keep thinking over and over again and that you want to think or that you've never taken time to dissect, right? So you have this whole belief system. And when we want other people to think and act and do like us, that doesn't build connection. We think it does because we think it's going to give us control. But in reality, it's just the opposite. It just pushes them away because they're their own human beings. They're their own humans. They have their own brains, Right? They have their own minds. They have their own feelings. And so when we can allow that and we, when we can just love the other person unconditionally, just have that unconditional love for them, that will build connection. Not trying to get them to think and act and be and do like us. And the last one, and I did a podcast on this one too, running away from difficult conversations, I think it was like podcast three or four. It was one of my early ones, how to have a difficult conversation. Running away from difficult conversations does not build connection, right? When you need to have that conversation, when you know it's there, you choose the right moment. You sit down, you try to understand from their space. You say what you need, you say what happened, and you have the conversation, But you don't avoid it. You don't run from it. You don't put it off. Because again, when you put it off, it builds that contentment, right? It builds that bitterness. Some people have put off a difficult conversation for years and years in their marriage and they're still married. But they're so bitter. They don't even really like the other person anymore because they're afraid to have a difficult conversation doesn't build connection. Take the time to do that this week. So how do we avoid connection? We don't communicate our feelings and needs. We fight to be right and to win arguments. We don't set boundaries. We make others guess what we want. We push people to think and act like us and we run away from difficult conversations. So it's kind of deep this week, I'll be honest with you, because again, I'm, I'm kind of looking back in the mirror, but this one will help you grow as much as any podcast I've ever done, if you will be honest with yourself and if you'll start to take some steps to move in the direction of connection and intimacy instead of pushing yourself and pushing the other person away and, and having that division between you. So I hope this helped this week again. Hope you're, hope you're right where you want to be. Uh, would love to have you in the 10 week mastermind. So reach out to me. And if you need some, uh, one-on-one coaching, reach out to me to drdarrenwilson at gmail.com. Y'all take care and uh, can't wait to see you back here next week. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If I can help you in any way, Reach out to me today, drdarrenwilson at gmail.com or go to the website drdarrenwilson.com and sign up for a consult today. Can't wait to see you soon. Take care, everyone.